Hello everyone and welcome to Next Generation Saints. I'm your host, Nick Coons. So tonight, as I broadcast to you guys and make this podcast, I'm actually sitting here next to my wife, my dog, we're watching uh, some YouTube, and you're going to hear explosions happening around us as it is New Year's Eve. That's correct. I am talking to you guys about 10, 17 at night. So we still have a couple hours, a little over, a little under a couple hours until New Year's. But I thought I'd go ahead and say wish everyone a very belated Christmas and a happy New Year's. I hope that this reaches you at better times in your life. I hope that you continuously seek Jesus in your life, seeking the will of the Lord out. And I wanted to talk about something today that was uh, I found on Twitter, and I just wanted to go ahead and uh, kind of light it off here, like I usually do. I was on Twitter, and I came across, as, as everyone pretty much has already heard about, and if you haven't heard about it, I'll go ahead and let you know at this point. Twitter was purchased by Elon Musk. So, yes, yeah, some, some of you who are listening are going, yes, I already know that, Nick, and others are like, what, really? Yes, Twitter was actually purchased by Elon Musk for several billion dollars, obviously, and so he's been making changes. And one of it was when he was talking about these changes, about the free speech and letting people be able to speak in open, um, open conversation about things. The left blew up because they like their fascism where they get to shut down conversations that they don't want to hear and, and call them things like misinformation, disinformation, or um, basically hate speech. You know, all the fancy words you hear from the Soviet Union, the commies, and, and whatnot about all that, or what Mussolini did or Adolf Hitler or Joseph Stalin did. But I don't want to focus on that primary. What I want to focus on was um, Elon Musk made a comment about Jesus. Um, one of his, um, one of the fan pages was quoting about it. They have fan pages on social media for certain people that are all about like, it would be like, if you're a big Chuck Norris fan, there's like a Chuck Norris fan page and you go on there and be like Chuck Norris jokes, things about Chuck Norris, cool trivia, cool things you can learn about the guy, whatnot. <clears throat> different movies he starred in, whatnot. So this was a fan page for Elon Musk. I go on to there, and I'm looking this up, and I come across this. Elon Musk, the Musk University quotes is what it's called on Twitter. He said, And it says, quote, um, and apparently this is from Elon Musk himself, Jesus taught love, kindness, and forgiveness. I used to think that turning the other cheek was weak or and foolish, but I was the fool for not appreciating its profound wisdom. That's correct. If someone's going to insult you to your face, like we have nowadays, where that's where the context of the quote comes from. Not if someone, not basically, if someone takes their fist and slams it into your face, or you're supposed to walk away, you are allowed to defend yourself according to what the gospel teaches. But if someone were to like say, you know, um, you look stupid, or you're an idiot, you know, something like an like an insult like that, you just go whatever, you just walk away. That's called turning the other cheek. What I came across was Elon Musk made another conversation about this, about who Jesus Christ is, and I think it was a real reflection of the world around us. He said Jesus was a very good teacher. He had a lot of good things, he said, and he was very wise. I was like, I'm listening to this podcast because I'm driving my way home from work from downtown Phoenix up to Surprise. And I go, I'm listening and going, uh-huh, true. And <laughs> if you're a Christian like me, you're thinking, and? Because... Jesus didn't just claim, didn't just do wonderful teachings, even though he was an excellent teacher and he did great parables that taught us about the lessons of life how, and how heaven is versus earth and how the Father sees the nation around us and then whatnot. Because that's what he did to explain the realities of heaven about God, the, who the Father is, and how the Father reacts to the people down here. He gave a lot of parables, so it was easy enough for us finite human beings to understand. What he made the suggestion was that Jesus was just a good teacher. 
The reason I bring this up, and a wise man and whatnot, is because a lot of the world sees Jesus in this light. They see Jesus as a wonderful man, as a good teacher, a wonderful counselor, all these great things. But they fail to express that Jesus did, in fact, claim to be God. He claimed to be God in human form. He claimed to be the Messiah. Um, recently, as we just went through Christmas, we started calling him, saying, Emmanuel. Emmanuel comes from the book of Isaiah. Emmanuel means, in the Hebrew, God in human form, literally in human f- form. Flesh and, uh, flesh and bone, right there. You can touch him. So, right there in Emmanuel, it, when you look over in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah says that he'll be called Wonderful Counselor, he'll be called Almighty God, Emmanuel, right? These are titles. This is the things that he's going to be called. These are the attributes of him. So, when we only come across people who, like Elon Musk, who will say that Jesus is a really good teacher, and if you're really as strong as like a Muslim, you'll say, oh, he was a prophet too. But Jesus never claimed to be a prophet. Where first and foremost, he never claimed the title prophet. We can say Jesus was a good teacher, but reason that much of this world says that they do not want to acknowledge his, uh, acknowledge Jesus as deity and who he actually is, is because it, I feel that the world, including Elon Musk, puts him into a box and says this box feels very comfortable. If he's just a good teacher with really excellent moral standings and great excellent ethical teachings, that's it. Why do I need a better Jesus? There's not a better Jesus. That's fine. The reason they don't want Jesus the way he is is because who he actually is. It was interesting when I was reading the Bible and I was reading with my wife and I was having this conversation earlier with, with her. I pointed out that the Bible, Jesus states that he has not come on his own behalf, on his own will, but the will of his father. And when I come across, I go, wait, 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 wait hold on a second. He's come on his, not on his own will, but the will of the father. So what's Jesus's will? Well, the will of Jesus is he is the judge of heaven and earth. It even says in the Bible that all power and authority have been given unto him in heaven and on earth, that he is the judge. In fact, the book of Revelation talks about how that has the seven seals on the scroll and that no one on heaven or on earth was worthy to, un- to break the seals of the scroll. But then the lamb who had been slain, who, is Je- who symbolizes Jesus, the lamb who has his throat cut, comes forward. That is Jesus. He's being used as a symbol of, uh, of as the lamb. He has all authority on heaven and earth to judge the heavens and the earth. Mankind here, like Elon Musk and others just like him, don't want to acknowledge that Jesus is, as, as he is God, he is the person who's going to judge the heavens and the earth. Like when he first shows up, he doesn't, as I said before, he does not come here as the judge. He comes here as the savior this time. That is the first time he comes to earth. He's here to save mankind because the father's will is that all may be saved. The Bible teaches clearly, and I've even taught, and you can hear the fireworks going off right now. Jesus even taught that the Father's will is that none shall perish, none shall go to hell, none should live out in the lake of fire. That's for the, that's for Satan and his fallen angels. That the Father's will is for us to live with him for all eternity. So his idea is that Jesus is going to take on the sins of the earth. He's going to become sin. He's going to be crucified on our behalf, dying the death that we should die. He will be put in the grave and then be resurrected. And the resurrection would be the physical the physical manifestation of what's going to happen to us, that God has accepted the sacrifice. That was, a, that was the resurrection to show this. So when I see people saying, oh, he was a great teacher, that's true. Oh, he had really good words of wisdom. 
Of course you did. And they kind of leave it hanging there. I'm like, yeah, he also claimed to be God. He also claimed all these different other things. The problem is the world doesn't want to see Jesus as God because the world likes to do things their own way. Isn't that true that you see in our real world nowadays? You see people who, when you try to evangelize or talk to them about Jesus, they get so hostile about Jesus. I've come across that. I can talk about Buddha. I can talk about Siddhartha, you know, the Siddhartha Katama Buddha. I can talk about Muhammad. I can talk about Allah. I can talk about any other world religion, and pretty much everyone's all chill with it. But I bring up Jesus and who he is, and the, I swear all the, all the niceness in the room is sucked up like a vacuum sucking hair up. You know, and if you have a dog, you can understand how a vacuum sucks up hair. So there you go. All the nice pleasantries go away and suddenly it's conviction is in the room. They don't like Jesus. John 3.16, and when you read it through going all the way to 19, or if, or if you remember it, I'm going to have to say it out loud just because it helps me get to the verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. This is the final verdict. Light has come into the world, but mankind prefers the darkness and not the light, and will not come to light lest their deeds be exposed. But those those who come to light, or who are part of Christ, come to light, and they don't mind coming because their deeds may be seen as being done in the name of the Father. So when you see people who are earthly, and I talk about Jesus to them, they don't want to really talk too much about Jesus. They're like, oh, well, you know, I got, I, I do my own thing. Yeah, I got my own thing. Of course, you got your own thing. You don't want to face it because ultimately, and this is what I think what Elon Musk needs to learn, and everyone else who is in the same mindset of Elon Musk, or has the same worldview about Jesus, is you don't want to face him because you'll be held accountable. Every action you've taken, every step you've walked. Even to the very thoughts in your mind, whether or not you have acted upon them or not, will be put forward for judgment. So, again, to conclude on this, so many people love the idea of what um, the Elon Musk, who is just repeating pretty much what a lot of people in our world say today, that Jesus is just a really good teacher, um, great man, you know, walked the earth, great guy, um, amazing ethical teaching but doesn't want to face who he truly is because we love living life our own way. So as we go into this new year, 2023, as we come into this, I ask everyone that we know that adheres about this is get right with Jesus. He loves you. Christ came. He died for you. God loves you so much. He sent his only begotten son that if you put your faith into him, you can make it. Don't be sucked into the idea that Jesus was not God. I want you to love God with all of your heart, mind, and strength. Just like I will do my best. And I know we're gonna we're all gonna fail together. That's just a simple fact of it. We're all gonna flunk this test. Because at one point or another, we're all gonna commit sin. Even yours truly. I've said it once, I've said it many times. I wish I was this amazing person that you guys think I may I might be. I'm not. I'm just like you. Flesh and blood. I mess up. But I ask everyone to love God with all your heart, mind, and strength. And love each other. Not And, uh, and I would say this, and this is going to be a crazy one for me to say this, but don't do the golden rule to each other. Please don't ever do the golden rule. Do unto others as you have done to yourself. Don't do that. Instead, love each other as Christ loves 
you. That's what I want you to do. So as we jump into this new happy new year coming into the area, remember, remember again, love God and love your neighbors as Christ has loved you. So until next time we meet again, may God richly bless you all and happy new year, my dearly beloved.